Hi there, and welcome to the Accepted Authority podcast. My name's Greg Roeworth, and each week I'm the host of the Accepted Authority podcast. And on this podcast, we discuss the challenges relating to marketing and acquiring clients for your consulting practice. And typically, we look at the strategy of authority positioning as the most powerful strategy that consulting firms can use to be able to attract their ideal clients more consistently and predictably. Today, I want to focus on the topic of how to make your lead generation and your sales flow consistent and predictable. During this discussion, we're first of all going to focus on the problems with selling. Then we're going to talk about how to build a better approach which results in building demand for your services. Then we're going to talk about some models that you can use to develop your systemized approach to making your client acquisition, your lead generation, your sales process more consistent and predictable. Now, first of all, According to HubSpot, 72% of companies with 50 or less new opportunities per month didn't meet their sales goals. So for many of us, even having 50 opportunities per month is a big ask. So that means that potentially the consistency and predictability of our lead generation is going to cause some problems if we're not generating sufficient flow of new leads and new opportunities to be able to convert those opportunities into clients. One of the other problems I see with selling is that most professional firms' sales processes are not scalable or predictable. The typical method of selling I believe we've learnt from the traditional approach to acquiring clients, which is particularly referral-based. Traditionally, most consultancy firms, most professional firms in general, have gained their clients through referrals. And what happens with referrals is that we have already established a level of trust with the referred um, potential client Therefore, we can go straight into a sales call with them um, and typically the great majority of times we're going to convert those opportunities into clients. Now, when we look at marketing our services and going beyond just relying on referrals to acquire new clients, we have a totally different dynamic in play. And typically what happens in our marketing approach is that we have to do a lot of work and generate a lot of potential opportunities to achieve those sales meetings. But even then, when we get into a sales meeting, we typically convert far fewer of those sales opportunities than we would if it's a referred lead. According to Marketing Donut, in a survey they conducted, 92% of businesses, marketers and sales professionals give up after the fourth touch point, but 80% of prospects say no four times before they say yes. So they've identified that 
with marketing. There needs to be more involvement, more touch points, if you like, before we get an opportunity to make a sale. Microsoft also did a survey around this, and they actually identified that typically we need up to 12 touch points with a a potential client before they're going to become our client. So what I'm trying to point out here is if that we are relying on getting a call from a potential client or getting an opportunity, we take them straight to a sales meeting and expect to make that sale in a very short time, then we've got the wrong idea. That's just not how it works in the real world. Yes, it can work with referrals, but it doesn't work with marketing and selling in the way that needs to happen. The problem in most sales systems is that really there's no system at all. It's just a case of get a lead and try to sell to them. Now, this is based on the results of that system that we've talked about that works so well in selling to referrals. So we've learned some bad habits from that. They work with referrals, but while we've copied the steps in the process of selling to referrals, we've left out the important element that referrals come to us with, which is trust. What has already been established when we meet with a referral? They've been told how great we are by someone they trust. They have confidence in our ability to get the job done and get the results they want. They don't have to do all the research, which is often challenging and misleading, to try and find the right solution for them. They have been directed to us to get it. If we want to proactively acquire new clients, we can't treat them the same way as we treat referrals. We first have to build the trust and provide them the same level of confidence that they would have is if they've been referred to us before we try to sell to them. Considering our ability to convert proactively generated leads at the same rate as referrals as a failure is short-sighted. Most organisations and individuals address this challenge by trying to improve their sales skills. Now. That's perhaps a logical conclusion. If we're not getting sales adequately, we need to improve our sales skills. But is that really the case? Any relationship-based sale needs a high level of trust. It takes a lot of skill to do this in a single sales call, but there is a better way. And that better way is by providing consistent, valuable communication over time before we try to get to the sales call. Consistency leads to familiarity. Familiarity leads to trust. Trust leads to action, and action turns prospects into clients. So the biggest problem with selling is seeing it as a short-term proposition. Looking at it as have a call from a potential client, go straight to a sales meeting. Building trust first is the essential missing ingredient in the process if we do it that way. We need a better way. What if while we're building trust, we could also build demand? That's the question you've got to ask and look at 
in the marketing process. In management, 1973, the guru Peter Drucker wrote, there would always be, one can assume, a need for some selling, but the aim of marketing is to make selling superfluous. The aim of marketing is to know and understand the customer so well that the product or service fits him and sells itself. What if we could achieve that with our marketing process to make the sales process so much easier? How do we go about doing that? Well, the answer to that question is to not go from um, inquiry call to sales call. It's to build a system that escalates our level of trust before we actually take a potential client to a sales call. And there are a number of steps in this process that I've talked about previously. The first is enter the conversation. Second is enroll in ongoing communication. The third is to educate. The fourth is entice. Then we get to the sales process where we engage our clients And then we have the opportunity to escalate our relationship with those potential or actual clients at that stage so that we get more ongoing work plus referrals from them so we can sell more. So we need to look at the whole process of marketing and selling as a two-phase approach. We can't just look at it as selling our services. We need to be looking at it as marketing our services then selling our services. And many professional firms and consulting firms that I've spoken with often just see the process of selling services and neglecting the process of marketing services, or they don't do a really good job of marketing. The skills around marketing are not something that we're typically taught, so we don't really know how to do that part of the process very well. So another way to look at that is we've got to look at our business systems as systems to create lead generation and also systems to create lead conversion. And with those lead generation systems, the focus needs to be on building trust and demand, the lead conversion systems and the what comes after that in the escalation section of our process is about satisfying that demand. So when we look at increasing our sales, the escalation end of the spectrum is the first place to start. We need to make sure that the relationship we have with our existing clients is so good that the level of trust is there that we should automatically get more work with them. There are many opportunities that are often neglected with consulting projects that if we were able to build our relationship with the organisation that we're working for, we would be able to identify more opportunities to work with them to help them more than what we are with that single project. And also we need to work on that relationship to build referrals and make sure that they're providing us with the referrals. If there's any doubt about the trust in that relationship, then you need to focus on improving your 
customer experience and make sure that they're getting the results that they want in a way that they enjoy before you have the right to be trusted by them to ask for more help. If trust is in place, they will buy more services from you when you recommend the solution that they need. However, in most situations, you will eventually need more clients to work with. You could wait for more referrals, or you could be more proactive about marketing and generating more leads and more opportunities. So the thing not to do is to wonder how can we get more calls to get more sales meetings. We need a better approach than that. We need to look at how can we develop that system we talked about with multiple steps in the process to create sales opportunities that already have established a level of trust before we get to a sales meeting. So there are some steps in this process that we need to look at. First of all, we need to identify a lead source. And there are a number of potential lead sources that we can look at. They're on the internet now. We have LinkedIn, we have Facebook, we have Google. Outside of the internet, we have JVs, joint ventures, partnerships, looking at vendor relationships or um, associated services that you might be able to generate leads and, and referrals from. And there are a number of other opportunities around lead sources as well. We don't have to stop there. At the enter the conversation stage, we've got two options really. We've got paid advertising or we've got organic marketing. We can make a choice about those, but if you're just getting started within with this process, then organic is the way to go. We don't want to start spending money on our advertising until we know that we have a system that converts sales. If you pour money into advertising to generate more leads, that's a recipe for wasting your money. And believe me, I've been there and I've done that. And I've seen a lot of other people do that. They look at advertising as the answer, but advertising is only one part of this process. And we've got to get all of the moving parts in this process working together to end up with a regular and consistent flow of new sales. So my recommendation is start with organic marketing first, where it's more about um, authority positioning creating that authority positioning through the work that you do organically in the market to generate incoming leads from that process. Once we generate that lead, we need to then enroll them in ongoing communication. There are a number of ways to do that, but what we need to be doing is offering something of value to our potential clients that will elevate our authority and build their trust so that they see us as the accepted authority and want to know more from us. Through that process, we need to be educating them around the extent of the problems that they're, they're facing, the challenges that they have, and what are the best solutions to that, or what is the one single best solution ultimately for them to solve their problem. When we get to that level, then we've got an opportunity to entice them into our sales meeting. And we've got a number of methodologies that we can use to achieve that. 
some of that could be using books or ebooks. Otherwise, we have video trainings or webinars uh, or live seminars or opportunities to almost en masse create the opportunity to bring more sales uh, opportunities to us through having sales meetings with people and clients that are already predisposed to buy from us because they've had so much education and have learned so much about us that they see us as the authority. They trust us before they get to that sales meeting. So my recommendation is to develop your pathway. Identify one lead source. Identify one way that you can add value to your clients. Identify a way that you can educate them effectively and efficiently. Then how can you entice them into that sales meeting and systemize that approach so that you know that it works. It's reliable, it's dependable and consistent and predictable. But always the number one rule in marketing and advertising is to test and measure. We need to be able to understand the results we're getting. What is the investment we're making in our marketing and paid advertising when it comes to that to be able to know what's working and what isn't? What should we, we, what should we continue with? What should we increase doing? Or what should we drop and not do at all? So the ultimate model to build trust and demand is, first of all, pick one pathway, develop your measurement system, test one variable at a time and measure again. If your results improve, choose the better method, then try to improve on that, then change another variable and rinse and repeat that process until you find the system that works consistently and predictably. So in conclusion, a predictable, repeatable sales model relies on having a good tracking system for measuring, tracking and attributing your results. Your ability to create consistent and predictable lead generation and sales flow is enhanced by consistently improving the quality of your lead generation efforts so that you build trust and generate demand and by systematically improving the way in which you convert leads through your sales process. So that's all I wanted to cover on the episode today. If you'd like to know more about how to generate or create a systematic approach to your sales and marketing, so that you're having sales meetings consistently and predictably with potential clients who already trust what you do, already see you as the accepted authority in your market, then we've got a lot of free information available on our website at businessflightpath.com. If you'd like to talk to me directly about how we can work with you to achieve those results in your business, then reach out to me through LinkedIn, uh, or Facebook, send me a direct message, connect with me on uh, LinkedIn and um, message me and we'll set up a meeting. Uh, if you want to know more, then download our free ebooks on businessflightpath.com. 
We've got an ebook there called Strategic Authority Marketing, which will elaborate more on the system that I've just been talking about and provide you with a, a good grounding and understanding of why this system works so well. So thanks again for listening in today on the Accepted Authority podcast. My name's Greg Roworth, and I'll look forward to seeing you all again next week on our next episode.